0: This is the one, of the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. Again, Jason Qualls, CFP.com. Questions, comments, via email, social media. Just click all those boxes that you want at FinancialCoachingRadio.com i got a good show lined up for you today, at least I hope so. Let's talk about what Trump did as far as pardoning an attorney sentenced for obstruction Ponzi scheme probe. The pardon of David Taman, or Taman, I'm sure how to pronounce his name, was one of more than 140 pardons and commutations the outgoing president announced shortly before the end of his tenure and Joe Biden's inauguration. Uh, President Donald Trump granted the cl- in closing hours of his term was a full pardon for an attorney who had been sentenced to seven years in prison for obstructing investigations into long-running Ponzi scheme conducted by one of his clients. According to the Justice Department, harmed investors lost $22 billion. Makes you scratch your head, right? Now, I don't know what was in Trump's mind at this time. Maybe he thought... That the sentence was too harsh for this attorney, uh, but if the attorney is truly guilty of obstructing ju- justice on a Ponzi scheme for one of his clients that cost people twenty-two mil, doesn't deserve to stay his rear in prison. Anyway, Trump granted the pardon for David Taman, or Taman, who was a partner at with the firm Nixon and Peabody during the period in question. His request was supported by the Aleph Institute, former FBI Director Director Louis Fitch or Free and former U.S. Attorney Kendall Coffey, according to the statement for the Trump administration. It was one of many pardons announced early Wednesday with other prominent names, including Trump allies, Steve Bannon, sorry, no shocker there, former Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick and other numerous individuals. Mr. Tommen accepts full responsibility for his actions, and numerous friends and colleagues have attested that he is a decent man who experienced a terrible lapse in judgment for which he has already paid a significant price. So, if that was the feeling, this is a really good guy. He's a nice guy. He just, you know, I don't know what he was thinking. Um, If your client, I I, no one would think, I'm just speculating here, I don't know trying to put myself in the shoes of this attorney you know your client is the one that's guilty of the ponzi scheme i guess you're guilty if you know that it's going on and you help cover it up and that's why you obstruct because you don't want to go to prison um uh, for longer because if you get found guilty of assisting or in a conspiracy of the ponzi scheme maybe you get sentenced more but if you're if you're buddies with trump you're gonna get pardoned anyway i don't know just an interesting pardon on my view the ponzi scheme guys man they're the worst of the worst right they're basically thieves but basically, they are thieves. And if you're wondering how a Ponzi scheme really works as far, I'm not trying to the details, but how it's able to carry on, it's because clients give advisors custody of their money, meaning they don't use a third-party custodian for their accounts. A third-party custodian like Fidelity, Vanguard, TD Ameritrade, Schwab, those are the people or the companies that should hold your accounts when you work with your independent fee-only advisors. They are there to produce a statement, keep your money safe as far as safe as can be. But your advisor, except for maybe taking his advisor fee out of your account, cannot rob you blind. So Ponzi schemes cannot exist if you use a third-party custodian. Well, cannot would be a strong word. It's a 99.9% chance that they will not happen if you use a a uh, third-party custodian, someone to house your money in your accounts. But if you give up custody and you get taken advantage of it by a Ponzi scheme, I hate to say it, it, sounds cruel, but that's on you. The reason it's on you is because, I told you, don't give up custody of your accounts and your money. Uh, let's see here. What's up next here? Mutual fund assets continue to decline. And the reason for that is, I'm going to go ahead and survey says, more people are using index funds ETFs, But let's see what the article says. Coming from investmentnews.com. Record outflows from mutual funds have analysts wondering about the future of giants like American Funds, T. Rowe Price, and Dimensional Fund Advisors. While mutual funds still hold more than three times the assets of ETFs, they, the, they registered a record $289 billion in outflows last year, according to Morningstar. Uh, let's see if it tells us here. The pendulum has swung farther away from you, active U.S. equity funds. It seems hard to picture environment where the pendulum swings back. So, yep, I was right. So what, what's happening here? Now, Why are people leaving traditional active, actively managed mutual funds? Because they have finally figured out that they are way too expensive and they are likely to produce subpar returns. If you're working with a financial sales hack job, your advisor has his office in a strip mall or a bank or an investment firm, there's a huge chance that they have set you up into these actively managed mutual funds because it pays them more and pays the firm more or their company more. And so people figured out that's not a way to do things. I need to be out here you know in a low-cost investing strategy. I need to be working with a fee-only certified financial planner. So that's why you see almost 290 bill. Billion coming out of mutual funds, very very interesting. But there's one on you know, the flip side of that. Now, what's the the counter argument there? Now that all the money is going into index funds, uh, it's going to cause some market issues because too much money will be in you know certain indexes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I still think that institutional traders and investors they drive the um, the investing world a lot more than you know, you or I putting a bunch of money in index funds. Does that mean that index funds are always superior? No, this show is about telling you the truth. But the issue is they're likely to be superior over the longer periods of time. That is because index funds just do what they're supposed to do, and they're cheap and usually no commission to buy. Certainly, most of the time, very little trade cost to purchase. Or other types of mutual funds could have an interest fee or commission and certainly have higher cost and then you don't get what you don't get rewarded for the higher cost so you, everyone starts to think why the hell am i investing in these mutual funds and they start using etfs very very interesting so all right this is financial coaching radio i'm your host jason qualls certified financial planner if you want to hit me up online you can do so at jason qualls cfp.com you don't have to work with an advisor who is just in it to win it as far as your your sales, you know most advisors have something to sell you an annuity contract, a life insurance contract, you know high cost investments, or they just want to you know, take over the management of your account to charge a fee, and that fee is just too freaking high. You don't have to put up with it. You don't. There's tons of alternatives today, uh, but the three things that you know I want the boxes for you to check is make sure your advisor is independent. What does that mean? It means they don't work for. An investment firm. They don't work for a bank. They don't work for an insurance company. And they may tell you that well, I don't really work for them. I'm just affiliated with them. Well, bull crap. Their name wouldn't be on your business card if they didn't have some type of conflict of interest, or at least some type of direction in your practice. You want someone that's truly independent, and if they work for you, not an investment firm. And then how they're compensated is the biggest part, other than their knowledge. Because if your advisor gets compensated in any way, shape, or form other than the set fee that you guys have negotiated for their time or expertise or both, then that's just a conflict of interest. That's just truly what it is. And you don't want to overpay your advisor. And the last but not least criteria is make sure they're a certified financial planner. You would not work with an attorney, or they would not be an attorney unless they were lying, if they had not passed the bar exam, the exam or went to law school. You wouldn't be going to visit someone who called themselves a doctor if they have never been to medical school. Same thing on the financial planning side. Make sure they have the top credential in the business, CFP, Certified Financial Planner. So independent fee-only CFP is the way. This is the one show coming at you with the truth. Financial Coaching Radio, we're back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. See you in just a bit.
1: Afraid to lose control and caught up in this world. I've wasted time, I've wasted breath. I think I've thought myself to death. I was born without this fear. Now only this seems clear. I need to move, I need to fight. I need to lose myself tonight. Whoa!
0: Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free, certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878 878- Two one three four. Today, A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tethero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tellero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. I think
1: with my heart and I move with my head. I open my mouth and it's something I've read. i stood at the door before I'm told, but a part of it knows that I'm going to old. Confused what I thought, it's something I felt. Confused I feel something that's real. I tried to sell my soul Welcome that's back to
0: the show. This crazy. is Financial Coaching Radio. Joining in now is Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero, Helen Welch, here to talk taxes. Let's talk about Kevin. He just won the lottery.
1: He won a, what, he won a billion, right? Yeah, that's why I'm on the radio right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what
0: would you do tax-wise if you, you won the lottery? So how can you minimize that? Because they're going to pay it out with a, in a lump sum, which is not going to be a billion.
1: It'd no be a it,
0: fraction of that, and then, or they'll do payments over your lifetime.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if you take the lump sum, it's taxable. Like, no, I mean it's taxable.
0: One billion is the estimated value of annuity payments over thirty years. If you opt for an immediate lump sum cash payment, your payout will be seven hundred around seven hundred forty million before taxes. Your tax bill will be significant and unavoidable.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How are you going to? I guess you get a ten ninety nine for that, huh? surely they would take it on the front right yeah like i would you would minimum 20 or something i don't know i, mean, I would go ahead and pay it so i didn't God. have that money well i don't it'd, know it'd be I a thrilling thing but a ch- mad yeah. that
0: you get pissed that you had to pay a couple hundred million yeah. taxes
1: it'd, it'd be hard <laughs> The top federal tax
0: rate is 37 percent on 2021 income of more than 523,000 for individuals, 638 or 28,000 for married couples filing jointly. That means you'll pay about 273 million in federal income taxes if you were to take the lump sum in the lottery. <laughs> Wouldn't
1: you just like to write that check?
0: <laughs> I wonder if there's some planning that could be done there. So you got you're showing you know, 800 million of income. Yeah, what if you do like?
1: I some, guess you could go buy, a
0: business. and they wouldn't give you all of it. you know. You do like some charitable remainder trusts and yeah, stuff like that. You, that's give, right. you know, you could really reduce what it is, but you get the income off of it, but if you get the deduction for making. You know, there's got to be something.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could do like that. Yeah, and this guy, whoever, whoever had they come forward yet? Uh, if somebody want it? I thought they did. Wow. Well, anyway, they so um, yeah, you would do. Probably, you know, most people would. I would assume would set up like you said a charitable remainder trust, get the deduction for that. Uh, and, you know that's something that would give in perpetuity basically. Uh, so that would be a good thing to do to reduce your taxes. Some people may be uh, have that entrepreneurial mindset and want to go buy a business and write off a bunch of equipment uh, just to lessen the tax bill. But at some point. You, you know, you're going to pay the tax. And
0: it says here the IRS will automatically withhold 24%, and you owe the remainder at tax time. So they, you, plan a, you plan to get a lot of it back. I think there's, there's got to be something. I never considered it because I never thought I'd get – somebody's going to hand me a billion dollars or $800 million. <laughs> But I'd certainly be learning. But the people who win this typically – you know they don't surround themselves with the best financial folks. No, they're broke very quickly.
1: Yeah, you watched the shows on it. I love that show. <laughs> they, they're back to where they were five years later, that amazes me. I don't know how you could go through that much money. It's just that's a lot of money.
0: It could be a curse, you know, because you're going to be. And you mentioned has someone came forward. It doesn't say here. I thought I read a story that some the ticket had been sold somewhere
1: yeah that's what i heard but I didn't then today
0: know they're back saying this is you know it's still worth almost a billion bucks the mega millions i didn't know if it was a different lottery
1: so how do they do that if if the if a winning ticket is sold do they draw again like saturday if no one comes forward do you have so long to come forward <laughs> i don't know it's a good question <laughs> I, i'd get an attorney and a security team <laughs> that's what i would do probably Yeah,
0: because yeah i don't know but maybe the other one they listed somebody won was powerball but Maybe it was this one. I don't, I'm not going to go back and look because I don't care that much. I just know it wasn't sold where I shop, so <laughs> I don't buy. It. Do you buy a lottery tickets ever? I, I bought one this week. <laughs> <laughs> they always get you when and, it gets high. I thought about it. I was like, well, here's bro. the thing. I, I, I didn't. They know. never sell. It's always the little podunk gas station somewhere. Yeah, it's never a big store.
1: Well, I thought you know, my wife said something to me about going to get one, and 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 so I stopped in and and was trying to pay for it with my check card. Well, oh I, no! You I didn't cash. realize you got to have cash. <laughs> well, I made that mistake before. Well,
0: I, I knew that's how it was when the the lottery first came out, but I had sworn I would saw someone ahead of me, you know, years before, pay with a, a check card. I don't. Know. I tried it one time. They looked at me like I was crazy.
1: Yeah, that's what. The they cash at only business. <laughs> the state state funded cash only business. How about that? Yeah, but I haven't
0: bought, it's been, I think, five or six years, and I may hit the Powerball for like 50 bucks one time. Well, that's good. Hit one or two numbers, whatever that is. That's the most I've ever won. But obviously, I've lost way more than I've ever gained. But some of these people, they play it every single day or every week. Yeah, uh, not me. And what typically happens now, I I don't know, is there any investment groups you've heard of that uh, have gotten involved? I know you saw a lot of work. A lot of work things uh they'll pull their money
1: oh yeah i've seen that before and then, that, and then they split the money because you're money, increasing
0: yeah. your odds of buying tons what, and tons of tickets
1: what if you're the one guy that doesn't put in the office pool to go get the ticket you're out that day <laughs> you're home with COVID. yeah
0: <laughs> you're on quarantine and you're <laughs> that would be awful that would be terrible but yeah i may start playing just because give me something to do <laughs> i like the, the scratch-offs i'd never hit them either
1: they're exciting Exciting. <laughs> Do you need
0: to talk to someone? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, so if you win the lottery, you're going to get about $800 million lump sum, owe $240 million in taxes. Good luck. Hire yourself some good financial folks, basically to save it. Pay off all your debts and save it, and stay away. Stay stay in hiding. Don't get taken advantage of. There you go. So you mentioned earlier, um, well, let me ask you this. I think the hall tax has finally come to an end, right?
1: Yes, it's gone.
0: And so the hall tax, what is that?
1: That was a tax on interest in dividends, basically. In the state of Tennessee. In the state of Tennessee, for individuals. Uh, and there were some exemption amounts there, too. So you had to earn quite a bit of interest in dividends. And they're taxable interest in dividends. There's there's some difference there. But uh, this past year, for 2020, it's 1%. Starting January 1st, 2021, it is 0%. The tax no longer exists. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's a headache. Yeah. And There's, a lot of people just didn't pay it. Yeah, it's just that and I think that's one of the reasons why they were getting rid of it. It was it, probably costing them more than it was they were making off of. it. And it's
0: always really bizarre that they had not a better system for going after, you know, but it's something that the software catches it. But it's still an, an optional thing, right? You don't have to file the state return you know, when you're filing your federal on like a TurboTax or something.
1: No, don't. you don't have to. <laughs> you
0: got to check the box. <laughs> but it's it's amazing they don't pick that up somehow. Coordinate with the, they probably do, they just don't chase it down.
1: Yeah, Tennessee Department of Revenue coordinates with uh, the IRS on those returns and they can chase it down if they wanted to. Yeah, so it's been being repealed, it's been five, six years now. Yeah, it's steadily
0: declining every year until it's now at zero. If you have any interest and dividend, S Corp income for 2021, no more Tennessee Hall tax. It's gone. Uh, what about franchise and excise tax? That's still kicking and out and about, still got to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, all uh if you're a business another state income tax yeah it's a state income tax for businesses don't get it confused with the business tax that allows you to renew that business license every year with your local municipality franchise and excise tax is a a franchise is a tax on either the net worth of the company or the book value of basically the uh, the equipment inventory stuff like that Uh, that's a very usually a very low number uh the excise tax is is an income tax uh, for businesses that are uh, C corp, yeah, S corp, C corp, S corp, uh, some pass uh, partnership, no. yeah, no, no partnerships. Uh, LLCs have to file. Normally, they just pay the franchise tax because most LLCs are either yeah, they flow through, so yeah, they're flow through, and they yeah, it, there's no excise tax on. But if one gets uh,
0: a K one from an S corporation, that was supposed to, that's subject to the hall tax.
1: And, no, no, well, no, no, no. If no. they if they get an S corp distribution, so a dividend from an S corp, that was subject to the hall tax. But a
0: distribution was not. But certainly the franchise and excise tax is. Yes. Too many taxes on small business. It's a nightmare.
1: Oh, it is. It is. I mean, you got sales tax, property tax, personal property tax.
0: And I know that the government, the new regime, is going to change tax laws. They just always do, and they're going to increase taxes on some folks. But I really hope they keep the business tax uh, laws the way they are because I've been a small business owner for 25 years, and I don't remember ever getting a tax break until this last time.
1: Yeah, like with the QBI deduction. Yeah, the QBI
0: and all the other stuff that's
1: going on. I got a feeling the QBI has seen its last year. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I think they're... It's full of they're, great news. Yeah. I think they're going to... Why would they do that? I don't know. Well, they're going to... And, and the idea is, you know, the with corporate rates, right now they're sitting at a flat 21%. Uh, used to, it was a graduated rate up until about... Oh, yeah. He
0: lowered the corporate rate. And that's the that gets the liberals all mad when they think corporations don't pay their yeah. fair amount of taxes. And big corporations.
1: The Biden plan raises it to 28. So I look for that to go somewhere in the middle there, 24, 25. Uh, the personal rates, the individual rates, I think that top rate's probably going to end up back at 39.6. Uh, so everything's going to go up. But there's other unique characteristics to that Biden plan that are uh, for middle class lower and middle class that their tax yeah, i can't I see him think, doing
0: away with a 12 percent
1: bracket yeah i just don't think the tax dollars there's going to be changes but i don't think the tax dollars for most people are going to change that much but like you said the the small business i think there's a there's a deduction for qualified business income for small business owners i got a feeling that's going to hit the small business owners that's the one thing i see but i think if you're a normal wage earner I don't think your tax dollar is going to go up much, if if at all.
0: All great info. This is Kevin Sauer. I'm with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Teller O'Hell & Welch, the website THWCPA.com. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. We're back. I'm what's left, I'm what's right.
1: Are you worried because a spouse or family member needs long-term nursing home care? Estate planning attorney, John Baker, can help. Protect your assets so you can leave something behind for your family. Call 896-5621. That's 896-5621. Or go to bakercouncil.com.
0: Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. This is the place. I'm not trying to sell you books, seminar tickets, live event tickets, or financial products. We'll leave that to the other guys. Jason Qualls, CFP.com for All About Me. Kevin Sizemore, CPA with Tethero Helen Welch, still along for the ride. Kevin, tell us about. Tyler O. Helen Welch, THW CPA.
1: Well, we've been in business since, uh, the way it sits now, it's since 1963. And, of course, none of the namesakes are still uh, around. Uh, a couple of them are still living. Uh, talk to one of them a few times a year. Uh, but none of those are still around. Uh, but we've got offices in McMinnville and Murfreesboro. We're a, a, a small firm. Uh, we have uh, roughly 16 to 18 people that work for us. Uh, three partners usually. Uh, multiple CPAs. I can't remember how many we have now. Probably four or five that are not uh, uh partner level. Uh, we do a lot of bookkeeping, payroll. A uh, lot of tax preparation all throughout the year not just during especially during tax season but not we've got year- ends for some companies that have you know other year ends we work with planning tax planning and we do some financial statement stuff too uh, audits and some unique industries for government contractors and some in the telecommunications industry as well what about money launders work with them M- money who <laughs> money launders no i do not
0: <laughs>
1: we do have some laundromats,
0: up would they would they Disclose to you that they were a money laundering company. Hey, we're laundering money. No, I've had my suspicion on a few. <laughs> so you do a lot of a lot, lot of stuff across the board, but yeah. you're still there on personal tax planning. Oh yes, and no, do a lot of personal returns. Yeah, so and that's about to get geared up. The IRS just announced you know, when the tax filing date is.
1: Yeah, they're they're about two to three weeks behind where they're usually at. They're going to start the e filing season on February twelfth. Uh, so is
0: it still going to be due april 15th ish as
1: as right Ah, right now come uh, on biden hook me up yeah i've got a feeling though (laughs) you know with covid and it's going around and it's gonna you know it hits uh you know it hits it's hit our office a couple you know we've had a couple of people that have had it too uh but that's going to happen across the board so that's going to put a strain on our industry i think uh to get things done in a timely manner and i think the thought is that they're gonna back it up but we're not playing like that right now we're we're going full steam ahead
0: this is an article from the new york times said that higher taxes is possible here's what to, to do now biden says he's going to cut taxes on lower middle class and tax corporations and the rich i'm trying to find out what this number is where's is he going to start what's he call rich
1: i mean a million dollars or more but I, i'm not sure that's income it may be some kind of liquid net worth or something calculation what? Yeah. That, that's one of the things. And so I don't if you have a million
0: dollar net worth but you're a greeter at Walmart, you're gonna to have to pay more taxes, that would make yeah, any sense. I
1: don't know. I don't know how they're gonna <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna
0: Surely it's figure that out. Million dollars am I'm I'm cool with a million. Take the top rate from 37 to to forty one or forty two, Life altering money if you're making a million bucks.
1: Well, and people don't what they don't. And I don't agree is, with that
0: system, but you know that's just what's going to happen. Yeah,
1: it, and it's a gradual graduated rate, so not all of your money is taxed at that higher rate, and that's what a lot of people don't understand about taxes. So, like the what the fifteen percent goes out around eighty thousand for married filing joint, uh, but m- a lot of that money is taxed at a ten percent rate, and you got to go through the twelve percent rate. You know, then I'm not going to go
0: through all the stuff in the article. It's the same old, same old raising capital gains taxes.
1: Yeah, I think his plan is to raise capital gains. (laughs) It's the same stuff. It's the same stuff. Uh, I think the capital gains they're wanting to tax at uh, the ordinary rate of the individual. What the? Yeah, that's not really a capital gains tax. There's no, so there's no, if you're doing that, is there. There's no capital gains tax on long-term like I don't have the
0: research that says that, you know, you have a lower capital gains tax that it increases in, in investment revenue. Because I think most people are doing it for profit, and they're not really think taxes are a secondary issue. But there has to be some people that would say, well, why am I going out here and taking this risk? Am i Am just going to pay taxes like if I went out and generated income?
1: Well, I've had people that have had real estate for less than a year and, and entered into a contract to sell before that year was over and you know, they called me and I called them. I said, "Let's push that contract out, you know, 366 days, so we could get long-term capital gains rates on the sale of that property." But yeah, but, but that wasn't that you know have, yeah. that wasn't their original intent. Their original intent was the money, and you know they just happened to call me and say, "Hey, what what's the tax consequences of this going to be?"
0: And there's really no, you know, they don't really, you don't. Whatever Biden proposes doesn't mean that's what's going to go through. So there's no sense in really nitpicking it to death because you have no idea no. what will pass. Because the Senate can still filibuster. Because that's out. up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was an article I meant to grab earlier. There was some financial advisor that um, was in the the riot stuff on Capitol Hill, and he ended up committing suicide. Very odd. I didn't get the story. I don't know where it went, but uh, it's. Hmm. I'm amazed that all that stuff that people, professional people, would put their their face out there and n- not think there would be some repercussions with all the technology and tracking them down. This like going
1: to the like riding and stuff. Yeah, just oh, they, yeah. they would
0: know they where they're going to be found out. Like, where, where can you work where you can just be that open and not care if you lose your job?
1: Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Think about it.
0: All right, Kevin, appreciate it. Kevin Sizemore, CPA, Teller O'Hell and Welch, T H W CPA.com. Also local phone number, 615-848-1072. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Back right after this. Crawling back to you. is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Spark with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free certified financial planner Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website JasonQuallsCFP.com. back with you this is the show show about personal finance financial coaching radio jason falls here certified financial planner you listen to the show anytime anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com and also jump in with questions comments at financialcoachingradio.com we had a good show talking about taxes and kind of an entertaining fun show at least it was you know taxes can be i hate taxes i like to learn about taxes understand taxes Because the tax code changes so rapidly. So for you, for me, for everybody, you need a tax planner. You need a tax expert on your team. Get a second opinion. Now, not everyone does. Now, if you have a rental property, you have a business, you have high income, uh, those are the yeses. If you answer yes to one of those questions, you need someone who does tax planning. And it's usually a coordination with your fee-only CFP and your CPA. That's typically how it goes. Because they complement each other. There's certain things I know about personal financial tax planning that a cpa just doesn't deal with all the time and there's just tax loopholes and and techniques and strategies and tax forms and all that stuff that a cpa deals with a lot more regularly than me so uh reach them out reach out to kevin thwcpa.com if you're looking to learn more about what i do how i do it why i do it why my financial planning practice is so unique go to dot cfp.com that's j-a-s-o-n-q-u-a-l-l-s cfp.com all right i'm out here for today be back with you i guess next week same time same bat channel right here on wgns keep it locked in of course there's more local talk coming up right after this